Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, friend of the show, Monty Ortel, joins us again. Monty, cheers, bud. Cheers. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank, thanks for making your way back. Uh, executive director of the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. I think I got everything in there that time, so hopefully no no corrections needed. I do understand there's uh, been a little bit of a change in your job, so I don't know if you want to get into that in a minute as far as um, uh, general manager at the Gas South District and the things you're doing with uh, uh, in the area of Gwinnett and all the charities that are going on, but I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about the tournament and who we're excited to see this year. you got to big weekend coming up uh but i don't know a couple months away give or take but uh monty if you want to give us a brief bio yeah absolutely so uh, since the last time we chatted which was about a year ago uh we've had some i've had some professional changes still involved with the uh, mitsubishi electric classic as the executive director uh, part of that as well uh towards the end of the summer uh took another great opportunity to oversee uh, the Gas South District, which is a 13,000-seat arena uh, convention center, which is going under a renovation project right now. Uh, we've got a great 700-seat um, theater that that is on our campus as well. So really a great asset to Gwinnett County uh, and kind of the staple here in the middle of the county. Uh, we have a lot of great shows, um, a lot of great uh, exhibitors and the use of the convention space is, is, is exciting to be involved with. Uh, we're building a brand new, uh, partnering with the Weston uh, group to build a uh, five-star Weston hotel right on our campus. Hmm. So the growth is really exciting, which is really, which is right across the street from PPC Sugarloaf. So th- there's, there's a connecting point, you know, part of the overall organization uh, oversees uh, sports commission, the tournament, uh, and also the Gas South District. So it's just be, it, it's exciting to have a, a little bit of a different role uh, moving forward, but still my passion lies here in golf, 20 years of experience. It's, um, it's, it's still, still gets me going every year when we get to this time uh, leading up to the tournament, and I love it. Uh, this is a, a really special event, and it's a, it's a great event for this community. Yeah, I've had an opportunity to uh, to be out there a few times. Uh, Dan and I attended last year. Uh, I think we saw you at the. Uh, well, we saw you on the golf course. Okay, yeah. So we saw you at the pro am, and uh, looked like everybody was having a great time. We had a great time. Got to spend a few days out. Uh, great interacting with uh, with the folks on the Champions Tour. I mean, obviously a lot of legends and things that are happening. But before we get there, I, I want to back up a little bit. So uh, the gas. South District, the arena, I think the last concert I saw there, I, I can't give you a date. You may know it, but I, it was Mumford and Sons. Uh, I didn't didn't have seats. We were down. They set up right in the middle of the arena and I was down on the floor. Uh, but what a great event. Uh, you know, it's uh, I, I'll say an intimate venue, even though it's you know, it, it holds a lot of people. But, you know, definitely there's nothing to be missed there as a, as a spectator. So good to hear, uh, you know, great things coming to the Gwinnett area and uh, good to see the things that um, that uh, that the gas gas south and and you folks are doing up there and uh, for Gwinnett man really uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing things progress and and kind of grow and and uh, you know get uh, uh, get more interaction there. That's that's the biggest thing is it's nice to be involved with something that's growing and evolving. Uh, and again, our area is is growing at a rapid pace. And you know that particular property and what we have to offer to our community. Uh, in Atlanta Metro is just fantastic. So it's it's just it's good to see where it is, where it is now, and where it's going um, over the next couple of years is just tremendous. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So we always Dan and I always like to say no curveballs. I'm going to throw one Uh-oh. out. So in uh, yeah, start starting early, man. So, uh, well, by the way, I'm I'm actually. I've kind of held on to a little something here, so lights, lights on. Oh yeah, there, there, there you go. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, yeah. So I'm. You're a good man. You're a good man. Sit, sipping on. I, I drank it. I'm sorry. 
I, I don't blame you. I don't, it's good, good stuff, man. So yeah, I figured our paths would cross again and, uh, you know, we'd be able to do this. So, uh, so, so hold good, on, Cal, you gave him last in. year, the, was it the, the ragtime? Ragtime. Rag, yeah. What'd you think, Monty? Uh, it was delicious. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Had the gym to, well, had some, uh, I, don't, I don't know about trademarks. Or, had some, yeah. had some things. Had, <laughs> had some, some great kind of, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we we didn't get any C and D's for that one, but uh, but we'll leave it at that. So you know, to take the liberties where you can, and uh, you know, ignore them where you can't. But um, so so in in going, so you've got you got a lot of history in uh, in in golf court uh, 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 golf tournament uh, putting on golf tournaments. Uh, I'll keep it simple, right? Uh, what did you did uh, lumber eighty four? You were at the Green Green Briar most recently, I think, uh, prior to coming to um, uh, to the Mitsubishi Electric. Classic. So, in in your new role, if you were to think about, you know, what did you learn? And you've got a, a background or degree in sports management. If you were to think about kind of, you know, that that side of the business, and as you're translating it into, you know, your new role and and developing and growing, it, what what's the? Is there a correlation there? I mean, obviously, it's all kind of sports oriented, but gets a little bit outside of the arena of of a golf tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, so you're talking about what, what the crossover the crossovers are. Uh, I think yeah. a lot, and this, this sounds so cliche, but it's so true is uh, it comes, I'll talk about the business side, but it's it comes down to the people, right? And, and no matter what business you're involved with, it's a people business. So if you have the right people that buy into what your leadership or what direction you want to go, everything seems to fall into place. And so when you're looking at, let's say a golf tournament, if you have the right director of operations, if you have the right tournament coordinator, if you have the right sales team in place and all of them are clicking on the same uh, same sheet of music, then it just seems like when challenges come up, because every business has challenges, you're able to work through them together instead of it being a divisive uh, situation. So I think when you're talking about any business it's it's the people you have in place and we have some really sharp individuals within that leadership team all the way down um within that organization so i think that's that's kind of the first thing that it doesn't matter if you're running a golf tournament running an arena a convention center a theater it's the people on the business side of it the difference that we have over there versus on a tournament is everything builds up for one week for the tournament. So you've got a start and you've got an end date, right? So as soon as Monday is over, hopefully there's no Monday finish like the players, <laughs> but I've been involved with those, right? But that following Monday, you just hit the reset button, not the reset button and the fact that you haven't already done renewals and you're, you're dealing with your clients during the week and you're having player interaction, but you kind of start all over that process again. So it's really a start, uh, an end and a start date when you're looking at that business model, it's, you might have uh, uh, three events going on in one day throughout the different campus. You might have three uh, uh, different events going on in just the convention center based on the way it's laid out. And so you've got a lot of different moving parts. Therefore the silos of responsibilities, instead of just having one, you've got a lot of different silos that you're keeping track of and managing. But business is business. And, and if you look at it where if we don't generate the revenue for the tournament, we can't give back the amount of money that we've given back to charity over there. It's the same thing. If you're not getting, if you don't have the right sales approach into booking this event space in the convention center, then you're dark. And it's the same thing with the arena. Uh, we do a really good job. We've got two tenants uh, sports teams that that utilize that are our tenants, the Atlanta Gladiators, which is hockey, um, and they're they're trending. They're first in the division, probably going to go into the playoffs. They're very sharp, and the the Georgia Swarm, which is part of the National Lacrosse uh, League, which is indoor lacrosse. So we've got two tenants in the building, and you know you've got games, and then you parlay that in with you flip, and you've got it's called conversion, where you're taking the turf off and converting it into a hockey arena, right? Because the ice stays there for, you know, nine months out of the year underneath. And you're just, you're flipping and flipping and flipping. And all of a sudden you get Tyler, the creator, which is coming up next weekend. 
uh, or then you have Mumford and Sons, like, as you reference, or Paul McCartney or Justin Timberlake. So it's a not a start and stop. It's a continual moving wheel uh, that just doesn't stop. And so it's a seven-day seven day, there's always something going on in that campus versus an isolated week, which again, doesn't, even though it's just one week, doesn't mean it's easy, right? But now you have a longer runway. The runway is so short, you know, you book an event and two or three months later, boom, you're having the event, but you've got three or four events in that same week. So uh, the business model isn't that much different. It's just the, 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 the volume the volume is much more of a rapid pace. So I, you know, I, I, when I took the role, I dove right in and my, <laughs> I joke with my wife, I didn't see her for four months cause I was at every single thing going here and there checking everything. Cause I was all in to figure out and see what each space was utilized for and how it was utilized. So, um, but again, the crossover, it, it comes down to people, it comes down to culture. It comes down to, you've got to have some type of a business uh, mindset going into it. We've got a ledger over there and we've, we've got a ledger here. So it's just much more uh, expanded over there than just a, uh, a particular one-off of that. So I know we'll be able to find you on the course golf course. That is if we, uh, if we happen to, at the Mitsubishi electric classic, if we were to wind up at a gladiators or a swarm game, are we going to find you out on the ice or uh, on the field there? We've got a great Zamboni driver. His name is Nick. Uh, and we've got a great ops crew that, that, that goes and picks up the little things, the pucks that get thrown on the ice. Um, you know, we've got a very good team over there. Yes. You'll probably see me there. Uh, as I said earlier, I could, I could basically, uh, put a cot in my office and just stay there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, but again, it, I, I have now been a little bit more selective of the events that I can attend because I do want to stay married, uh, happily. You gotta stay, yeah. You got to keep things healthy, <laughs> right? right? Per- 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 all the balance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so let, let's get into uh, let, let's talk about uh, why we're here. And we may talk about booze. I don't know. But let, let's talk about the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. Fantastic event. Uh, we attended last year mm-hmm. and well, there may be a little bleed over and some other things. Uh, but uh, I think last year was I don't know that it was limited um i think we were still kind of easing in back into mm-hmm. uh i don't know whatever you would call the normal life right that we've all kind of known but you know as things are progressing and and it's like hey let's get out and let's start doing things again uh generally speaking uh may the 2nd through the 8th so the first week in may is usually a really great time to be in georgia uh the course it should be uh greened up and grown in by that time of year should be absolutely fantastic and not to mention it's going to be mother's day and cinco de mayo weekend so there's got to be a lot of fun things planned uh, at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, Monty, for you guys. And not to mention that you've got eight returning champions showing up to the tournament. So uh, kudos to you guys. Well, let's not let's not forget about Kentucky Derby Day on Saturday as well. Oh, God, I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> so it's, 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 it, it is very interesting because at the Greenbrier, our date fell over the July 4th uh, week, right? And that date. So, you know, we, we, I always, I always look at, and, and Ashley Hamilton tournament director does a way better job at this than I do of embracing what's around your tournament week. Right. And so we're looking at Kentucky Derby, Cinco de Mayo, Mother's Day, and not just looking at that going, well, geez, we're going to have a late coming crowd on Sunday because of no embrace it, market it play into it right lean into it mm-hmm. and so we do have a lot of uh, fun different activities planned uh for each one of those elements uh but yeah from from a from a tournament standpoint you referenced and i and i, I was hopeful that you brought this up last year we i guess as sporting events and specifically on the pga tour and and i will say this the pga tour champions outside of almost any other sporting league was on the forefront of a getting really creative and getting back to golf in a more normal fashion. If yep. you remember yep. the PGA tour was back playing 
but there was no patrons. Yep. Uh, there was no pro-ams. Mm-hmm. And the PGA Tour champions, our model is based on that interaction and experience with our professionals. And we came back and we had pro-ams. Now, was there a certain criteria and protocol set in place that, that we had to go through for our amateurs and our, our caddies and our volunteers that interfaced with the players? Absolutely. That being said, we were pushing the envelope on our tour to get back to normal as quickly as we possibly could. So you referenced last year as kind of the uh, getting into that normal phase. You know, you look at we didn't have any any capacity restrictions. Uh, we were past that. Uh, we did our player programs. We did it, we did in certain situations pull back our evening functions as a pairings party, which is that gathering of a good, you know, a, a good group of people in one space. We reimagined that and put that experience back on the golf course. So the team here took every single, we can't do this. Well, made it even better. And talking with a lot of my colleagues across uh, not only the PGA tour, but the PGA tour champions is we were able to go ahead and recruit, create more interesting elements within the event because we were forced to. And we're creatures of habit, right? If it worked last year really good, how do you tweak it a little bit and make it better? But we were forced to go ahead and take a complete step back and go, well, if we don't have bleachers and we have a bleacher sponsor, uh, we're not going to give the money back, but how do we make it better, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, how do we make it better? And I, I give credit to, to one of our sales guys. He goes, well, why don't we just buy lawn chairs, put the logo on the back of the lawn chair. And at the end of the day, anybody who's sitting at that lawn chair can take the lawn chair, you know, the folding chairs or the logo. Great idea. Great idea. So yeah. getting creative like that um, really forced, and, I, and I'm just speaking on the PGA Tour champions and PGA Tour side, across the board with every league. And also from a business front, opened up different revenue streams that, that A, weren't a focus and now are a focus and that the patrons really embraced. So last year was A, a challenge. I mean, talking with Ashley Hamilton, who had to deal with all the, the testing protocols and setting up this and this and this and, you know, separating it and putting up. All of that being said, the event was super successful. People wanted to get out because uh, they had been pent up for, for a year and a half or, yeah, just over about, a, about over a year. And we were able to go ahead and put a product together that was probably better than what we had planned under the circumstances. So I think it was we embraced it as an opportunity versus a, well, we can't do that, we can't do that, we can't do that. We just reimagined a lot of different things, and it made us a better event moving forward. Yeah, lots of learning opportunities for sure. And to your point, you know, how do you make things, uh, how do you take advantage of a situation, right, that might otherwise, you know, kind of kind of underpin you to something that, that you may not want to do. And, uh, you know, we saw plenty of people out there, uh, you know, having a good time, enjoying themselves uh, responsibly, of course. And outside of Dan, I don't know what Dan was doing out there. I I got maybe I got maybe I got video, maybe I don't. (laughs) So so I do have one question for the group. Did I hit the green on sixteen? The answer is Uh, yes. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, 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 you did. I want to be on record. record. Yeah, you you might have been one of the guys having. It looked like everybody was having a good. All right, so you went there. I'm 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 going to go there. I'm going to go there. Uh, If if you can, you may want to defer, and I'll re-ask the question a different way. Uh, But do you recall who you played with um, last year in the pro am? Uh, I do. Uh, and again, as I said to you earlier, I'm really bad with names. Um, but I do recall, I re- I recall, well, my main focus is not the pro. Mm. My main focus was the three clients that sure. we were playing that sure. I was sure. specifically playing with. And again, I broke my own rule. I don't play in any pro games that I, I mean, I don't play in my own pro game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was something that was a curveball that was thrown to me that we had three clients that, that, um, probably needed a little encouragement for the following year to commit to. And so me playing, creating that relationship was the primary focus, but yes, uh, Blaine McAllister was the pro. 
Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I could see his face, and I, I'm like, I was remiss on his name. So yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I, I think I, I, he maybe I maybe I played a little bit better than he did on that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to oh, go far. Oh. <laughs> nice. I do recall you played a tee up though. Just not 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 that you couldn't have, not that you couldn't have taken a different club. That day it probably wouldn't have mattered. Ah. <laughs> oh, you were light, no. lights out all the and, way around, eh? And I am, and I joke, I joke, and if he yeah. ever sees this, which yeah. he probably will or will not. Uh, but Blaine, I, I played very good that day for some crazy reason, and the. Blaine is great. He's been on the tour for many, many years, uh, kind of on the tail end of the PGA Tour champion side of things. Um, distance isn't his friend at this point in his, in, in his career, but I'm telling you, he didn't miss. And you, you think of, you go up and down any player field list at any given week, um, you put that player up against your, your club pro, and nine chances out of ten, I'm going to go with the PGA Tour professional because they are just on believable and 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 again i joke he probably beat me but i played very well um but yeah and, and he was losing a little bit of distance yep yep hmm. keep keep springing it up there i don't i don't know if he got a handicap or not maybe maybe he got a handicap I, I don't know. he's a zero i'm a three four okay yeah, neglig negligible at that point right Right. That's right. Yeah. So, so when people come out to, uh, so I guess uh, I'll set a little bit just in my personal experience and, and Dan as well. So you come out, you're going to get shuttled in. Uh, you're going to park over at the arena uh, or thereabouts. You're going to get shuttled into uh, in, into the tournament, into Sugarloaf that day, which again, first week in May, everything should be, uh, should be grown out. Uh, flowers should be in bloom. Uh, should be absolutely a fantastic time of year to attend. I do remember us talking about it last year and, and you, you said it earlier and we were talking about you know people are kind of antsy and ready to get out of the house and ready to go do something and you know get outside get outdoors you know it's going to be uh, you know you get great great spot and a great place to do it at and sugarloaf is just that so uh once they get on property uh what's what's to be expected there and uh if you're a spectator if you haven't been or maybe you have been and maybe maybe i've got a favorite hole or two and i'm looking for a different one uh what do you think the vantage point is to go and watch the tournament are you what hole you sitting at uh or do you know you're teeing off is it a green where are you kind of moving yeah. to how are you how are you navigating sugarloaf for the mitsubishi electric classic it, you, you touched on it, it, it just briefly, but but when you look at, and you go to, and this is no knock on our friends down at State Farm or Mercedes-Benz downtown Atlanta, the advantage that we have not only at the Gas South District in the arena, but for this tournament, how many times have you gone to a PGA Tour event where you park four, five, six, especially major championships? Sure. Uh, we got him. He'll, he'll get back. Yeah. Ease of everything that we do operate and in the very important to us. So yes, you park across the street, you walk right to the bus, you load up the bus and you come right in to the to TPC Sugarloaf. You get dropped off right there behind 18. You walk down the path, uh, the, the walk of champions that we have, focused and fan friendly. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, ab absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, the great, great, uh, great experience uh, getting there and good times. And you and you talked about uh, you talk about where to go. Uh, my recommendation is the first thing you do is go to the the, the practice facility. Uh, if you go to the practice facility you're going to see these machines, which they are, they're machines. Um, and you're just going to be amazed. They don't miss. And so for me, even when I go to another PJ tour champions event, I go to the range. Uh, cause it's just, it's interesting to see each one do their craft in a different way, but mostly the same result. Uh, so I, I that's me. And when I go to a golf course, I go, whether it's Augusta or a major championship or a PJ tour event or a PJ tour champions, I go right to the driving range um, and just watch and then pick up a parent sheet, 
and figure out what player you want to follow and where they are on the golf course. And some people like to, to walk. Some people like to walk and follow and see each hole and the shot approach on that player or that player group. Um, I know that when I go to a, a major championship, I like to nestle in at a certain location where a, the concessions is closed <laughs> and there's, and, and there's good viewing. Right. So I don't like to, I don't like to fight the crowds or follow a particular group. Uh, that's my approach. But again, you go, you go to par threes are great. You see, you see it from start to finish, you know, just off the top of my head, you've got hole number two, um, hole number eight, which is a little bit further back, but eight's a great viewing hole. 11, 11, we have the perch, uh, which is a hospitality unit right there, right over the water. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. Uh, a great venue, great mm -hmm. venue, great viewing experience. Uh, we partner with Singleton Marine and Malibu boats, and you've got a boat display on the right-hand side. Uh, that's, that's easy, easy to 18 and a great way to just experience golf. So for me, I'm not a walker. Some people are, I love to see the, the, the galleries kind of follows particular groups. It's great for TV. Uh, but for me personally, I like to settle in, watch a lot of different groups and a lot of different players attack or their approach or their conversation with the caddy of how are they going to play this hole? Uh, so that's just that's just my personal view of attending a golf course. Mm -hmm. uh, a golf I can't course. I can't argue with the perch. Uh, you got it. We got uh, two green views, and we've got a tee shot view, and the libations are uh, are plentiful. Mm -hmm. So enjoyed responsibly, by the way. But uh, but but yeah, fantastic. Is that a tagline you have to have to throw in there? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't have. To. A, I mean, I can say enjoyed. Place. It's a great place. I, yeah. I can say enjoyed irresponsibly, but uh, you know, it may, may not be the place for it. So you know, right? Uh, no, th this show it's uh, no holds barred. Uh, you know, we, we we do whatever we want on here. So feel free. Uh, no, but I, I again, it's uh, I you know we we weren't limited to uh, to anything, but you know, again, had a good time and and enjoyed ourselves. Uh, you know, everybody you know more than hospitable. Couldn't have asked for a better venue could have asked for better days out there uh and you know the uh the, the booze were fantastic uh i wish i could remember the lady's name that was on the range that was uh she oh. she kind of hosts the uh the fran tent, right fran fran yes, yes. uh yeah fran, so, fran definitely made the instagram page and fran is a I, I don't know if there's a player that she doesn't know and doesn't search her out to assist them on the range so I will say this last year was her last year with us. Oh, and, okay. Oh, oh no. Her and her husband have been a long time volunteer for us. And you are exactly right. Every player knows Fran. And so we made uh, a, a very nice trophy, uh, kind of a, kind of an awards with a bunch of different golf balls in there that each pro signed. Wow. Gave oh, it really? to her on her last day. Uh, on Sunday while she was wrapping things up and Fran unfortunately moved to Florida uh, to retire. So we're, we're losing her in that fashion, but you're exactly right. Fran is fantastic. And that's, that's a storyline that again, most people don't know. She's been with us from day one. Yeah. And that's interesting that you, really? you had a great experience with Fran and that's, what's all that. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Dan and I are nobody, right? And we're kind of bouncing around out there chatting with players and, you know, Fran's like, Hey, who are you? How are you doing? And, and it wasn't like, where's your, where's your credentials at? It was more like, Hey, what do you, why, I don't know you. Who are you? What are you doing out here? Like she, I mean, she was just, just from, I guess the personal experience of, of being at the Mitsubishi electric classic. I mean, it, it's a, uh, I, I don't want to be cheesy and say it's a, a it, it is a family environment. I don't mean it like that, but, but from folks that were, you know, the, kind of the times that we were there, it's like, well, they're not here because they're, they, they just came in. I mean, they're here for a purpose. Like, what are you doing? And she didn't want anything other than to say hi and to get to know you just because she's there. And to your point, have you been there since day one? It's like, I, I want to know the face. Can, can, can we sit there for a moment? Yeah. Because the vol volunteers, and, and if you take a step back, not only do they pay $75 to volunteer at a tournament. Wow. And they get a hat, they get a shirt, they get a pullover, they get a meal. It's 
every year the same group of people that just are so passionate about a the relationships they have created with each other and their passion to serve in a capacity of working a particular event i mean fran works right yeah she's working for seven days she loves it and so i'm always baffled that we get 600 volunteers to come out and do specific duties every year and they love it yep. and that 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 giving back that hospitality it just doesn't come uh without without being recognized and we try to do a good job of that every year of recognizing our volunteer leadership and all of our volunteers so it's interesting that you had that unique experience with someone who we absolutely love yep we love 100 and, and, and it's easy to see i mean again i brought it a year later right or uh for you know, right. a year later i'm bringing it up and you know the only thing that escaped me was her name but i can see her clear as day and that's right uh and and, and it was that that personal experience that she provided and uh, i'm going to steer this in the same direction but ask a maybe not a challenging question but you know but you know you mentioned work right and it's it's called uh, it's called we're you know I guess and I'll, I'll paraphrase in layman's way it's like uh, we're looking for volunteers but you're volunteering to work and a lot of people that you're working for in depending on where you're at and what you're doing it's people that probably live a lifestyle where I don't want to say catered to but when they show up somewhere there's an expectation of hey you, you talked about the machines right that that, that that they are and the one thing that you may it may not sound the way the ball the sound of the club hitting the ball may not sound the same way every time they hit it when they're playing golf, but every time they hit it at the range, it sounds the same. It's always, it's always got that click. Now it may look, you know, if you're Furick or you're daily or you're v, whoever you are, it may look a little different, but, but the point of impact, it, it's, it's generally going to sound the same. And those folks are looking for, uh, and I don't mean to make it an elitist thing, but, but again, it's like, Hey, th this is, it's their job. Just like it's somebody that's volunteering that I'm showing up to do a job and provide a certain level of service. And where I'm kind of going with that is, and not, not just, uh, you know, what the, the tournament that we're talking about in the Mitsubishi electric classic, but in previous tournaments and or you know colleagues that you're talking to is the volunt is getting volunteers is it a challenge is that is that a like a hey how are we going to do this and how are we going to get enough people to help us because uh, it's not the backbone of the tournament but a lot of kind of the inner workings and the supply chain of, of of pulling off a successful golf tournament i mean almost everybody you see on course it's volunteers that are showing up there so to answer your question, uh, as from when I started to now, I hear of a lot of different tournaments struggling with getting their volunteers uh, numbers to where they need to be at other events. And I think that is a reflection on the community in which that tournament's played, number one. Number two is what we do as a tournament for those volunteers are we and, and remember i touched on the word culture and people we're in the people business yep every tournament round i go around in my golf cart to as many holes as i can before play starts before that first tee time goes to the marshal that's going to be out there for eight hours mm -hmm. right for eight hours and again you talked about finding 600 employees paid employees um, it's our job to show the appreciation to them in a quick, thank you so much. Is there anything I can do for you? Thank you for being here. How was yesterday spending 30 seconds with that particular individual probably turns the page and that person is going to be back for the next two or three years. And we're not doing that selfishly. It's not, it's not fake, but it's genuine because we need them in order to host this tournament. So Globally, yes, volunteerism, I think, is down, but I think it's the way each tournament approaches their volunteer program and how they interact during tournament week. Because, yes, everything we do is electronic or a phone call prior to the tournament. But when I get to look right in your eyes to Fran and say, Fran, 
thank you so much. What you're doing out here is incredible. Yeah. Right. We couldn't do this without you. That goes compounding effect, but you need to do that 600 times and all the way from the shuttle bus driver who doesn't even get to see the go- any golf shot. Yep. They're, they're driving volunteers around the golf course and yep. dropping them off, picking them up, dropping them off, picking them up. So what do you do? You go to the volunteer headquarters and say, just wait there, wait for the next rotation and say, thank you for doing that. I yep. think that goes a long way. And I think a lot of tournaments miss that opportunity where they wonder why there's attrition in their volunteer program. Take a little bit of time and actually show that you care and appreciate. Yep. Um, so every event that I've had is that culture, that volunteer culture um, initiative that we have as our tournament staff that I think goes a long way with retention uh, at our events. So I, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's it's something that I think is very important that I think a lot of tournaments miss that opportunity when they go, geez, I needed 1,200 and we got 800. What do we do? Well, that's an issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think not to speak for Fran, but I think Fran would say, hey, you're lucky you got me. <laughs> well, you're right, because we were and we're, we're, we're scrambling now. <laughs> well, we got a good replacement, but yeah, it's, not, it's going to be uh, different. Yeah, no. it's be different. Yeah. Yeah, understood. Understood. So, um, so we'll get to some fun questions in a minute. I know we can't keep you all night, uh, but I did see you may have got a little refill. So we have a, may have a couple more minutes with you. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. You got um, you got eight of the previous champions returning. I think I got that right. Uh, great field. Uh, had a little bit of a shocker last year in uh, Dickie Price, if I'm correct. Uh, he uh, he pulled it out over uh, over Scott Scotty. So, uh, what's uh, any new faces that are showing up this year? And and I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll save I'll save the uh, maybe stuff that yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk about Dickie. Dickie Pride uh, is an incredible champion that we have. Uh, that was his first full year on our tour. Actually, Monday qualified in order to even get into the field, yeah. uh, which he reminded that he did send me a sponsor's exemption, which I cordially called him back prior to the tournament and said, Sorry, we're heading in a different direction. Which he reminded me again, uh, championship Sunday evening. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, how about this, Monty? Uh, <laughs> but but but, Dicky is a great champion. Uh, he he's won on every single tour, Corn uh, Ferry, PGA Tour, now the PGA Tour Champions, which is, and again, I don't have the stat in front of me, but a very select few to have that trifecta. Um, and Dickie's been great. Uh, Dickie's a great personality. Uh, he he has done everything we've asked. So for him to go in the stable of past champions uh, representing our brand moving forward is really good, really good. So uh, pleased with Dickie Pride. And he came, and literally he came from nowhere. I mean he 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 kind of climbed up and was sneaking up into that leader field, that leaderboard, and ended up coming in and and closing it out on 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 Sunday. So um, pleased to have. Dickie as our as our champion, um, our player field this year, and I think I referenced this last time we, we had the opportunity to talk on the PGA Tour t- uh, champions because there's such uh, because there's a limited not 44 uh, events that somebody can play in on the PGA Tour on the regular tour. There is a condensed schedule. Uh, we have the luxury of having a lot of those top players play more events now. Uh, looking at our player field now, it's a little early to to, to start spitting out, yep. you know, thirty of the top thirty six and, and et cetera, yep. et cetera. But I did highlight because our product is is the player. If you look at the top ten, right, of the top ten of last year's Charles Schwab Cup standings, you've got Bernhard Longard, mm-hmm. Jim Furyk, Miguel Angel Jimenez, Ernie Els, Jerry Kelly, Darren Clark. Retief Goosen, Kevin Sutherland, who's the ATM, Mike Weir, Doug Barron. So, and I'm not even down to the Steve Strickers, Fred Couples, KJ Joy, sure. etc. The health, the health, and from a from a product player standpoint on the PGA Tour champions currently is amazing. You look at the next four years, 
and and I, I won't say the word Tiger Woods, but I just did, right? But leading up to what's coming down the road, the PGA Tour champions, their position on the golf stage just went from being, you know what, it's a great event, the experience, unbelievable, they've got, you know, five or six names that I'm going to follow. No, 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 no. It's now turned the page of yep. we have 30, 40, 50 players that you look at and you go, and I didn't even talk about number 12, Phil Mickelson, which I'm surprised I haven't gotten a question about that yet. <laughs> we, uh, we, were, we were, I was taking it easy on you, Monty. I was okay, taking it easy. Okay. I, I was, I was waiting for it. Uh, you know, David Toms is on there. Steve Stricker, French couples, uh, KJ. Choi. So that, that, if you look at a player field two years from now and with, and I don't want to say you're, you're seeing this, this shift of category and, and PJ tour money during the tiger era really start to shift into the PJ tour champions where you're going to see these top name, top players where it, it, some of the, and I'm not going to name any names, but some of those names that you, you might not be too familiar with, fall right out of the equation so the health of our tour the way the pga tour champions down in ponte vedra is promoting and um securing title sponsors for long-term agreements for our tour it's based on the health of the field and the health of the players and and that's going to be a you're going to see a real shift where you turn on the pga tour champions tournament out in south dakota and you're going to go, wow, look at that leaderboard. Yep. I mean, I saw that I know, leaderboard. I, I saw that leaderboard eight years ago or seven years ago at the well, uh, Wells Fargo Championship in Charlotte. Yep. You, you, you see where I'm going? So, what, what, can, can I reframe for just a second? And, sure. and, and, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. get to the uh, we'll get to what you alluded to in a bit. It'll give you, give you a chance to uh, to refresh yourself. And and I, I and what I'm hearing right is so it, so I think you've got. You've got different aspects of golf fans, right? I mean, you've got the, hey, I get to go on the guy's trip once a year. And other than that, like I'm, I might watch a little bit of a major and I might not. And, or, or I'll see the highlights on ESPN or flip it on the golf channel, whatever. And I, I know some of the names, but you mentioned some, right? I mean, you mentioned, um, which, you know, the Strickers and, you know, VJ and Daly. I mean, th- there's a lot of personalities out there, but there are a lot of th- David Toms, right? I mean, I think David Toms is a guy, to, if you're not like in really, really into golf and a golf nerd, do you know who David Toms is? And I think that, you know, kind of where you're going in this direction is, is, is the Tiger error going to bleed over into the champions tour and it's not just tiger but to where you're going all right you're going to be out in the in in you know state i don't play golf and golf is a really small population of the people that do something outdoors and you're going to recognize just names right i mean david duvall i, I mean we, we can just keep going down a laundry list of people and it's you're it's it's the point to where golf became hey i'm an athlete and I don't need to play basketball. I don't need to play football. I'm actually going to go and try to play golf because the clothes are cool now. The logo's cool now. And now if you're good enough and you're a professional, you can make enough money or as, as much money, maybe more, depending on, you know, what, what the, what your age looks like and your your skill set. Right. Right. But, but it's going to get to that point to where, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's like back in the day, you know, flip on the, the, the classics, right. Where they're doing like the exhibition matches where it's, you know, Sneed and uh, Palmer and Nicola, you know, before like the champions, I mean, the champions, tour became something but it really wasn't like uh it was like oh who wants to go watch those old farts play golf and well, now it's it's like hey if you're if, if you're in your 60s i mean look at langer i mean he still competes uh at i mean like no kidding i mean i don't i don't expect him to win the masters ever again but it wouldn't surprise me if he makes a weekend that's right oh. That's right. So you're, you're right. I think, I think now, now and where you're going with that is making it more with the players that are going to be coming on tour and that we currently have more mainstream, right? 
So golf during, and, and, and again, I don't, you've probably watched the Tiger Woods Hall of Fame induction and yeah. that whole um, uh, scenario. We're in that Tiger era. Now we're on the back end of that Tiger era where Tiger made golf popular and mainstream. Yep. Now, those who played with and against Tiger during that time frame is now starting to morph onto the PJ Tour, where now the name recognition, uh, and you're right, 20 years ago, Arnold Palmer, Jack, Craig, Lee Trevino, those were kind of the, you know. Now you go down the list, oh yeah, do you remember when Yep. Such and such went head to head with Tiger at Bridgestone, right? I know him. Yeah, I know the name. So now we're we're paying, we're we're actually getting the benefit of that that Tiger yep. era, and I think that's what you're hitting on there. And and we're we're embracing that fully. Well, you you mentioned the name earlier. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to bring it up first. Dan doesn't have to uh, send me uh, send me a fine for that because he said uh, we may have had a little wager going on who's going to bring it up first. So. Can we, and then I'll get to some more challenging questions as we kind of get to the end. Uh, and I say challenging, uh, loosely challenging. Uh, can we expect Phil Mickelson to be playing uh, at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, or is it too early to tell? I think it's too early to tell. Uh, I think he is Safe still answer, alive. Monty. Safe answer. Uh, listen, I'm smart. Uh, I might not look smart, but I'm smart. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he is. I think he's in a... And again, to take it one layer deeper, I think with what's transpired over the last month, I think it is in his best interest to do exactly what he's doing. I think the PGA Tour has done exactly what they should do. Uh, and I think will the embracement of Phil moving forward uh, by the general public and by the peers and by the PGA Tour, I can't speak to that, yeah. but would I like to have Phil at our event this year in future years? Yes, but there's also that there, there's a little bit of a healing and um, a relationship building that needs to take place there. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's doing the right thing. I think the PGA Tour is doing the right thing. I think the players are doing the right thing, uh, and and just kind of navigating a very. I mean, I. I I didn't see that coming, yeah, um, yeah. and and I don't think yeah. anybody really saw how it went um, south real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just leave it at that. I think I think it, yeah. time will heal particular wounds that have been created uh, moving forward. So we would love that. So Monty, do you think yeah, he plays? No. Do you think he plays a PGA Tour event or a Champions Tour event first? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Knowing Phil, probably a PGA Tour champ. Uh, well, it depends on the media presence. It all it all depends on what his first event. And again, I'm just speculating. Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah. What What does he choose to be his first competitive event back? Does he want the grant the, the more grand stage and the media scrutiny on a PGA Tour event or a PGA Tour Champions event? I think that the media is going to attend. I, I, I pity, well, I pity, the, <laughs> I pity the media center on whatever event that he chooses um, because it's going to be all eyeballs are going to be on him. Yeah, for sure. So it, 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 I, I, I don't know. It, it depends on what what level he wants to take it and what the messaging is that he wants to take it to. Does he want to take it on the PGA Tour side or does he want to take it on a PGA Tour champion side? I don't have an answer for you on that. Yep, gotcha. Fun. If fair and if you want to answer, is the governing body the same for the PGA Tour as the PGA Champions Tour? Is it the, the governing the same? body? Well, yeah. yeah. Is it the, all? Is it under the same umbrella? I mean, is, I mean, I yeah, know it's it? the same. It's the PGA Tour, but it's. I mean, there's different. Um, You're talking about the membership side. The, yeah, yeah, chairman and and all that stuff. It's it, it's managed differently, right? Correct. So you have Jay Monahan, who's the, the, yeah. the commissioner. Uh, we have Miller Brady, who's our president of our particular tour. We also have, just like the PGA Tour, a, uh, uh, a player advisory council, a PAC, yeah. uh, which is um, 
voted on by the membership of the PGA Tour champions players of who's on that. Then you have the executive committee and you have a chairman. Uh, it's the same thing on the PGA Tour side, which would be, you know, Rory McIlroy. You've seen him. He's he's on he's on that committee. Right. Uh, so when he makes the comments, it's always kind of referred back to as, "Well, you're on the board, yep. <laughs> right?" Yep. Um, so we have our own different when it comes to specific rules and regulations as it relates to our tournaments and our business operation. It's this, but overarching, yeah, it's under the same umbrella. I mean, the members of the PGA Tour champions is the same as the PGA Tour. I mean, they're members of the same organization. Yeah. Yeah. So Cal's taking a drink. I'll, I'll go to the next question here, Monty. So we've talked to Matt Hamachek, who was the uh, the director of the HBO special of Tiger. We talked to Wright Thompson, who uh, wrote Pappy Land, uh, a bourbon book, but also is a, a journalist that covered Tiger quite a bit. Going into those interviews there before the injury, we weren't quite sure what he was going to do after the tour, right? So people were thinking, ah, oh, he's just going to go diving and never play golf again. But now he's saying he wants a golf cart and he's only a couple of years away. 2025, December 30th is kind of the timeline. Are you guys ready for that? And what do you expect? No, we're, we're, of course we're ready. I mean, I, we wish it was next year or this year. Um, I think on our tour, yes, a lot of, as I referenced earlier in this conversation where yep. the mainstream for PGA tour was mostly associated and accredited to Tiger Woods. Uh, so the players that we have coming on in the last three, the past three or four years and all the way until he turns 50, um, I think we credit a lot of that to him. To answer your question, yes, we would, we are ready for it. Yeah. Uh, are we planning for it? Is the PGA Tour Champions from a, from a business standpoint preparing for that? Yes. Do I think the advantage of him being able to take a cart for three rounds versus walking four is in our advantage? Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so all these things, I mean, it, and at the end of the day, if you take a step back, based on his credentials, he can play any tournament, anywhere, anytime. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, of course we're ready for Tiger. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of what I mentioned earlier was the players that we have coming on tour, the name recognition, uh, making it mainstream. Yeah, we're ready. And I think for us as tournament directors, we're taking a look at how we're running our tournaments from a business standpoint and also operational standpoint to make sure that we're ready for that next step. Um, because when he when he shows up, I mean, there, there is a tiger effect yeah. and our, our 26 PGA tour champions event ready for that. And are we able to adapt to that? Whether it's fans, media, um, uh, sponsor engagement, I think is very important. And I think it's a good challenge for us. I mean, we're talking about it now and it's what, four years away. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're ready for it. Um, and we're excited for it. I mean, I think it'll do great things for our tour. Absolutely. You know, I, I, the one thing I would say is, you know, not I'm not taking away from any of the talent that's out there today, and and a lot of the talent that shows up, you know, at the Champions Tour that'll be at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. You know, we've we, we we've seen them, and and if you're not a a diehard, you know, if you're not a diehard golf fan, golf nerd, whatever you want to call us, um, you, you've you've definitely seen their names yep. on leaderboards or around them or at tournaments. You know, when you've shown up to see, you know, that the highlights, if you will even though these folks are highlights themselves. And I think even more of a reason to take advantage of, like, I mean, this stuff is up close and personal, man. I mean, what you're going to see today, I mean, you're going to interact. Uh, I, I hope McCarran doesn't send us any more hate mail, but <laughs> not that he sent us any, but... Uh, I mean, you know, we we're chatting bourbon and talking, you know, and, and his wife was like, oh, well, my husband loves bourbon. And I, you know, we'll d delete that. We really won't delete it. But, you know, we're chatting down, you know, as he teed off and down the fairway and as we're kind of moving through things. And, you know, it, it's that it's the fun thing about uh, about golf and the, the interaction that you get to have with the players. I think you shared a story about a, a jersey the last time that uh, that somebody mm -hmm. brought out. And yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's a really, really cool event going on at TPC Sugarloaf and you know, this happening in the in the Gwinnett in Gwinnett County and uh, yeah, really doing good things up there. 
So PGA Tour Champions is all about dropping the different barriers that you would typically see at a PGA Tour event. To get that experience, to get uh, up close, you saw it uh, firsthand when you were here last year. Uh, that interconnection and that relationship and the experience. I think that's that's what makes us unique. Yeah. So, uh, Bonnie, I'll wrap us up. We got some fun questions to ask you if you got a uh, another sip or two in the glass, but uh, be sure to go see Monty and Ashley at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. It'll be happening at TPC Sugarloaf in Gwinnett County, May the 2nd through the 8th. Uh, Fun-filled event. Great things going on there. And, uh, Monty, don't go yet. We got uh, – well, I, I should have let you – I should have let you close it. I don't know why I'm closing out your event for you. <laughs> you want me to close it out? Well, we don't want to close it out. We got some hey, questions. Hey, from buy, at the end. buy a ticket, call our sales department, and buy a hospitality suite. Buy a pro-am team. Come out. This is the best event here in Atlanta. You need to come and join us. Uh, we've got a great, fun-filled event, www.MitsubishiElectricClassic.com. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and be, be sure to get access to the perks, too. That's, uh, oh, that's, a, that's, yes. that's a fun one. That's a fun it's one. the best buy. It's the best buy we have. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Okay, so I got some fun ones, and then Dan will shut me up and tell me to move on. I've been drinking too much, even though I don't think I have. But uh, I, I'll be the judge of that. I'm the one consuming here. Uh, okay, so if you were playing in a pro-am, not – not including uh, that you could exclude your tournament and uh, you know, and, and if you're planning a pro, who do you hope that you get paired with uh, from a, from a pro standpoint? Uh, uh, those individuals that are with us or not with us. With us. Uh, you can pick, you can pick. Oh, okay. Well, or you, or you can give me both. Arnold give, me, give, me, give us one of each, one of each. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer would be, I've had the pleasure of meeting him multiple times. Uh, he is one of those unique individuals that you sit down and he makes you, and I, this is, this is, this is crazy. He makes you feel like you're the only one in the room and you're in the room of 200 people. Wow. And so I would say Arnold Palmer would be number one, not with us, right. uh, with us on the PJ tour champion side. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or just period. Uh, period. I, you know what? Uh, I don't have. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't have a favorite golfer, but I, I, Steve Stricker. Uh, I think Steve Stricker is uh, probably down to earth, uh, and I know him personally, but not really good. But Steve Stricker. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Dan, you go next. I got a couple more. All right, what's your favorite sipper these days from a bourbon or a whiskey side there, Monty? Four roses, a single barrel. There you go. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Number one. And the reason. Mitsubishi classic. Yep. Single barrel. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, Monty, you're coming into, uh, you're from out of town. You're going to come in for the classic. Uh, where are you sending people to dine before if they come in like a day early? Uh, I would say, uh, downtown Duluth. They've done a really good job of, Oh, let me, let me back up. Let me back up. Toma, uh, a great steak wherever. Yeah. Frankie's Frankie steakhouse. Oh. It is a. Uh, it is probably three minutes from the golf course, and it's on the third level of the Chamber Building. Frankie Steakhouse is hands down unbelievable experience. It's great, Cal. You've never taken me there. They can get in. <laughs> Call me. So, I got reservations. Call me. You, you know. You know a guy. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, well, let's say you're not in the mood for a steak. Where are you sending me? Uh, well, because Gwinnett County is one of the most diverse counties in the Southeast, uh, we have an incredible, uh, Asian flavor. Uh, so if you're looking for, uh, sushi, if you're looking for ramen, if you're looking for whatever, I would go to Fumi, which is off of Pleasant Hills Drive. Hmm. Fumi. Fumi. For, for, oh, yeah. for sushi. Nice. For, for, for sushi. Hmm. 
No, I'm, I'm good with sushi. Good with sushi. Uh, you mentioned earlier that the uh, you said you said you'd throw down about a three handicap. Uh, it's uh, what's uh, is that where you are today, ish? Uh, no, because I haven't put in a score in three months. Mm. So, so to be honest with you, uh, one of my commitments is with that new role change. I have not touched a club in three months. So, as soon as the weather starts getting a little bit more consistent here, I will get it back. But I'm, I'm I would if I went out there right now on TPC Sugarloaf, I'd probably shoot a 78, 79. But, but. Uh, typically a 74, 73 is where I'd like to be. Nice. It's a little high for the forward tees, Monty. Just saying. <laughs> I don't play the forward tees. <laughs> uh, do we have any new? Do we have any new clubs in the bag this year? Yeah, uh, or, or um, since so, last season? Yeah. So I'm uh, uh, I'm with Callaway and Callaway, uh, and again, it's sitting there. Uh, in my bag and I haven't even hit it yet. Uh, but Callaway is hands down the best. Their driver is tremendous. Their three woods great and the irons. I've never been going through that fitting process with Callaway and John Rayner, who's our local rep, mm-hmm. uh, probably changed probably two or three strokes off of my game. And I'm not making that up. Uh, just fine tuning. I used to hook it. Now, based on the setup, I've got a little slight draw. I'm working on trying to cut it now. So, Callaway. Hmm. Hands down. Interesting. Nice. Monty, baby I'm draw. Like, and I'm not a company. Callaway. I'm just saying that. I, I, no, I, I, you've never uh, shot us anything but straight, man. Uh, okay, so if you're playing, so if, if, we're, if I'm coming in for the tournament, yeah, and I want to go play a golf course, and maybe I don't know somebody at a club. Maybe I can't get out anywhere. Where are you sending me that I could get on as an out of towner that I don't know a club, and I'm looking to play around a golf while I'm coming in to enjoy the Mitsubishi Electric Classic? Great question. Three clubs that come immediate immediately to mind: the River Club, which is about ten minutes from TPC Sugarloaf. Uh, great track. Uh, low rounds, golf course conditioning is fantastic. So that would be number one. Number two is Atlanta Athletic, which they've got two 18s, great golf course, hosted uh, major championships. That's about 20 minutes away. And then a little sleepy one, which again, if you're in the, if you're in the area, uh, Druid Hills Country Club, that would be another very hilly side but the layout is tremendous. If you're a really good golfer, that will challenge you. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Uh, Dan, what else you got for Monty, man? Don't, don't leave him here unchallenged. <laughs> well, I think I'll challenge him enough. No, I don't think I have anything else for Monty. I think it's going to be a great event. I think it's a great time of the year. It's a, it's a fantastic weekend. Uh, I don't see how, if you're in, the, in that area, you could spend it any better than going to that event. I really don't. Leading up to your tournament, Monty, we've got uh, a little tournament at Augusta, Georgia. And yeah, a little, little, little. Uh, and, and, and then, and then heading into, you know, uh, uh, about four weeks later, we've got your tournament. So do you have two sleeper picks Ooh. for the masters and for the Mitsubishi electric classic? Not, I don't mean sleepers. I mean, pick to win, not sleepers. Who are your picks to win? If you can drop them. Well, I'll, I'll stay away from my event. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, just just for, for yes, yep, appropriate purposes. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh, I think Augusta this year. I mean, Cam Smith battled through elements. I mean, that's a that's a true win. Uh, and and, and I, I know we didn't talk about the Players Championship, but what he did over that extended period of time, the start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. That's not easy. Nope. You've got to be, it's a lot to be able to go through that process to win. But if I were to say um, Augusta, I'm still a, a, a Xander Shoffley. I think okay. he, I think he has done very well and he's very consistent. I think he's, working towards figuring out Augusta. And I think Xander will be top five 
if not have a chance to win it uh, at Augusta. I could see that. I could see that. Right, Dad, I just, do you want to ask? I think, I think his mindset, his yeah. swing, um, you can go with the with the easy picks, but I think that nobody picks him, but he's always there. And I think at some point he's going to go ahead and pop up and go put four rounds together and figure it out, and he's going to win it. Well, he was right there last year, oh. right? And they hit the water and what was it, 16 right. or whatever it was? Yeah, I mean, he was right there. I mean, it's, but, great, but it's nobody, a great pick. But nobody talks about him. Nope, you're right. Like, he just flies below the radar. And I, think, I think this year might be it. Yep, I agree. I agree. What are you saying, Hal? Well, so you, Monty brought it up. Who do you think? Oh, I, Cam Smith all day long. <laughs> I, I think it's Cam Smith. So I, I think, okay, I think to be, to be think, fair, Monty, think, we, we, we picked Cam Smith in January. <laughs> we, did, we did pick it. Yeah. So Cam Smith in January. So Cam Smith. And I think Cam Smith is also going to be player that I think he'll, uh, I think he'll win the FedEx cup and he'll be player of the year. Yeah, he's, he's, I, because of the mustache and the mullet. Uh, I think that guy's just got it I going. Mean, he's got it going right I'm now. I'm originally yeah. from East Tennessee, so how can I? Even though he's not from, but he's he's from way down south, like way down south. I mean, yeah. you know, I figure yeah. like we got something going there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I no, uh, but no. To your point, I mean, I think he's a grinder, and I think that you know what I thought about this, and, and the reason I, I'll I'll echo. Uh, the fact that when I, I thought, you know, when, when he won TOC, mm-hmm. Cam Smith, mm-hmm. I was watching Cam Smith at TPC Sawgrass hitting out of the, in, at, at, out of the, out of the pine straw in the shit, like over here and over there, missed every fairway. And all I could see was Bubba Watson on 18 when he like, uh, when he like pull, uh, when he hit this big uh, pull hook, right? And he's like hacking it out of there. And, you know, he does this big swish Bubba move and makes it on the green and, and wins the champion. Uh, it wins the green jacket. I mean, I'm thinking like Cam Smith is pretty much replicating Bubba Watson without a Bubba Watson swing. Right. Yeah. Right. I, and, 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 and I'll say this, Bubba and John Daly, two of the best hands in all of golf. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. You say all hands in golf? <laughs> no, but unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. What they can do with their hands at impact yep. and maneuver and work that ball. Unbelievable. Yeah, Bubba, right. John Daly. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right about that one, Monty. Yeah. Which won't be long till we'll be I think we'll be able to see both play on the same tour again. Yep. At the same tournament again on the same yeah, on the same tour. We hope. Be fun. Yeah, yep. we hope. Yep. 100%. I would I would expect it to be there. Yep, that's right. Uh, Monty, it has been a pleasure, sir. I don't know. I don't, Dan. Do you have anything else for him? I don't know. We got to let this guy go, man. You he'll uh, he'll not show up for a third I'm time. So and, and he's, he's empty. empty. And he's empty. Monty, thanks for joining us, bud. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it.